Foodies, what's up? We back for another episode. So excited to be back. I'm so excited for our special guest that we have in the studio today. Yes, we bringing guests back to back. Y'all see us? We bringing the guests. <laughs> so we're just going to jump into it. As you know, this week we have a very special guest, as Kiki mentioned. Mm -hmm. This is a not only a professional, but a good friend of ours, a college friend. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm excited. So just a little bit, a little bit, we're going to let our guest introduce herself. But she definitely comes from the realm of home cooking, mm -hmm. doing her own thing in the vegan realm. Mm -hmm. We have Miss Shalanda. Yes. Welcome to the show, Shalanda. Hey, y'all. Peace, peace. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Now, the intro we provided was very, very little because I wanted to give the floor, put it on the floor, and let you introduce a little bit to our foodie listening group here about your mark that you're making in the food industry. Well, I like to make meals that I grew up eating, but mm. plant-based, so without any uh, anything from an animal. So you can call it vegan, plant-based, you know, whatever okay. you want. But it's good. It's good. Okay? It's, it's flavor on top of flavor. You know what I'm saying? So the Atlanta vegan community is, like, really popping right now. So yeah. when I started in 2019, it was like, ooh, this is what we're doing. So I went into, okay, I want to do the meal prep for the families who want to eat plant-based, but, you know, like, where am I going to go? We can't go to, you know, all these restaurants every day. We need something that's going to be in the house. So that's how I started, you know, my endeavors in this entrepreneurial world. I was doing uh, meal prepping. And then I just kind of grew into doing some other things that I really saw that the community needed. Because if we got a lot of restaurants, then, you know, what's another one? You know what I'm saying? Right. Now mm -hmm. we need right. to really help the community, like, cooking and like how we're going to get in the kitchen and do stuff ourselves so i kind of went into the the cooking classes and, and things like that so yeah i'm just in the vegan world plant-based world just trying to you know get a nut you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> so, for sure I feel that. now y'all know over here at potlicker chat we love meat and we love pork. We also love veggies. And so it's so wonderful to be able to have this conversation with you and to hear about how you're bringing the plant-based lifestyle to the Atlanta area, especially because I knew you before you were exactly. vegan. Exactly. Yes. Girl, that's what I was just about to say. Like, when I listened to that last, and your mom was talking about those uh, potatoes and onions, mm -hmm. baby, <laughs> okay? I, to this day... We make so long you had a potato onion. What? <laughs> Girl, <laughs> yes. We yes. have groupies and that now. Fresh cranberry sauce, Mama Marilyn put me on. Y'all better stop. Ooh, now she okay. be going out of sauces. Oh, now. Okay. <laughs> you already, you see, you know. You yeah, because we about to dive down memory lane when I used to pull up. <laughs> so pull up. good. So good. And like my background is very country. Like my mom, they're from Mullins, South Carolina. So mm -hmm. they're by the water. We They have our family has a seafood restaurant in Mullins mm -hmm. and I'm from South Florida. So right. we we. I'm all about the seafood. I'm all about the really good country bacon, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so when we, me and my husband, we went vegan, we was like, what are we going to do? <laughs> I went to the farmer's market and I literally got every 
single seasoning there. Wow. wow. Every single one. And I was like, we're going to make it work. Yeah. We're going to make it that. work. You know what I'm saying? Because where I came from <laughs> and what I did in college, I was eating good, baby. Listen, we were eating okay. good. We were eating good off the meal plan. So, Shalonda, you shared with us you weren't originally, like, always vegan. There was a change in a time in life when you switched. Are there some of those meals that were meat-based that you love so much that you've recreated in the plant-based field? Absolutely. I love, like, pastas. So, like, okay. any kind of pasta dish, uh, you know, the taco, mac, the hamburger, mm. I definitely you know, veganize those. But my go-to is Mexican food, baby. Give me a taco mm-hmm. any day <laughs> of the week, okay? Birria, soft taco, hard taco. Uh, I mean, taquitos, like everything, Ooh. everything. And so, okay, Lachey, this is one of our college memories. Once okay. we, you know, have, you know, some adult time having fun, you know, after yeah. we did all of our schoolwork, of course, of course, <laughs> we go to the establishments that were open pretty late, like Taco Bell. Oh, well, oh, after a while, yeah. you know, your body just doesn't cooperate. But right. I was craving a Crunchwrap Supreme. Ooh. I got in there and I did it. And I the food truck park of Howell Mill, they just moved to Jonesboro. But uh-huh. when I started going there, I brought the crunch wrap. And I was like, let me see how this do. Let me just see. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, it's what the people wanted. It was like crunch wrap from Taco Bell. Yes. What? Yes. Sold out in a couple hours. Okay. Whoa. I'm Whoa. not even playing with you. It's the crunch wrap. People want food that we normally eat and grow up on but mm-hmm. they just want it plant-based and yeah. so like, a lot of clients be like yeah i want the good tacos i want the good southern food like the mac and cheese the collard greens like yeah. mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying everybody want the collard greens without the neck bones you know yeah. what i'm saying so right, right. i get a lot of questions like a lot of people asking can i get the southern food and they want the crunch wraps and they want the the mexican food the birria tacos you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. want all of that they want all the same food that we've been eating you know what i'm saying everything let me ask you this what are the proteins for both the crunch wrap and for the media that you do what are what protein or plant-based protein do you use as the substitute if you use one i do so beans of course i do my black beans and pinto beans because i have people who don't want all the processed stuff right, right. but yeah. i'm cauliflower girl so that rice cauliflower mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you season that up like with some beef flavor or you season it up with some poultry season mm-hmm. now yeah. you got some ground chicken crumbles in there and you got mm-hmm. some and it's like all plant-based you ain't got to worry about it but i love beyond brand okay. like okay. i really appreciate their brand and it's good it gives me that texture that i need when i want that meat substitute mm-hmm. and it's really really good but for the most part, instead of rice, I use quinoa because it's just nutritionally based. It's really, really good. It has like all of the non-amino acids that we need for our body. Like, and you season it up right, you're not going to taste the difference. You're going to have that grain. And a good black bean, pinto bean, that is literally like the best seller right there. Okay. Mm. I'll come and I'll have like the crumbles and all that stuff. People want just the beans, the vegetables, onions, peppers, mushrooms. I put all that in there and I mix it up. I make a cheese sauce and then you just layer it. And then you let you put your taco, that hard shell in there. Ooh. And that thing crisp up on the sides. And you got yes. that 
the sour cream on the side, baby. So do you get the same the cheese pool with with vegan cheese? So no, you do not. I am okay. even flicks. I'm not okay. gonna tap for you, friend. <laughs> and I know no. you used to love cheese too, so you know that's yeah. my like that was literally the last thing I gave up. <laughs> that was the last thing I gave up was cheese because I I couldn't find it. Now now we have so many different options that I found out like you can put the cheese shreds in there. It doesn't yeah. melt that well, but when you make a cheese sauce and you make it nice and ah, thick, baby. You don't care about no cheese pool. You yep. care about that cheese flavor yep. that you're Ooh, getting. Yep. And that's what you're getting. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. like, like a nacho dip. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. That makes total sense. So when you had mentioned about the different brands, like I need some true honesty from a plant-based eater, vegan eater herself. Have you done had some brands where you was like, all right, now nah, y'all, y'all reaching. It's oh, not, it's not it. Daya, Daya, <laughs> baby. So talk about that was, that was like the number one. And then they had like this other one called Green Something. They don't even sell that one no more. I don't even see that forever. That green packaging, I ain't seen it in about gone. The Daya, I do not like. Now, I would get, if I'm if, if I'm a mama too. So if I'm in a crunch, okay. I'm in a bind, I would yeah. grab the Daya pizza and put it in the oven. The boys will tear it up. Yeah. Okay. They'll tear it up. You know what I'm saying? It's not that horrible. But when we was making, when I was going to restaurants and all they were having was the diet uh -huh. and it had that, oh. <laughs> like a tartness. <laughs> I was like, I was almost ruined. I was like, oh no, y'all just gonna have to do no cheese. And I was like, no cheese. I was like, yeah, if we have to do half and half, that's what we're gonna do. But I, I will not eat it. You know what I'm saying? Now that's over the years, they say they have gotten better, but because I am ruined, <laughs> I cannot go back. Death to diet. I cannot go back. I can, I will pay the premium price, and that is the thing. Like I will pay the premium price on it. I really will. I'll go to Whole Foods, uh -huh. and I will get the Bio Life uh -huh. because uh -huh. that one melts the best. It doesn't okay. have that. Even mm. the three six five. Uh, plant-based from Whole Foods, oh, their price is half of what BioLife is, mm -hmm. and it is okay. it is great. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and the, okay, I'm going to say this wrong, the Mikaiolos, mm -hmm. I can't say it correctly, theirs is really good. They have this circular uh, mozzarella that is phenomenal on a uh, margarita pizza. Oh, baby. Okay. So, so, so good. But my favorite brand is BioLife. And right after that is 365 Whole Foods. And then right after that is So Delicious. And oh, you oh, I've had that. I like So Delicious. It's it's pretty decent. It does the job. But okay. like you're making these cheese sauces and Alfredo sauces with these cheeses, you really got to come in, you know what I'm saying, with the with the seasonings to help out. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I hope y'all taking these notes from the chef, okay? Because sure. these are the things we need to know when you're trying to switch over to a new lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So no, just I'm just saying. Yes, we no. dropping gems right here. No diet. No, no, don't do it. Sit out here traumatizing you know, people. It really is, and then they're like, I can't just do it. I was like, Yeah, if you had that, baby, I wouldn't either. Okay, <laughs> I wouldn't either. So, do you use nutritional yeast to get that cheese flavoring? I do, but I don't use it a lot. That's not my main thing. Okay. So. I'm not a big person. Like when I go like the festivals and stuff and they're like, oh, I got vegan mac and cheese. I'm like, let me see if you can tell when it's made with nutritional yeast only. And 
that, yeah, I don't that's enjoy not it. enough. Yeah. It's that's not enough. It definitely helps. And I also think it helps thicken up any kind of sauce that you're doing, like if you're doing a cheese dip or if you're doing like an Alfredo or something like that and you want to give it, it definitely thickens it up mm-hmm. and it, it gives it a nice feel on the mouth. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. solely nutritional yeast, uh, no. Okay. Solely nutritional yeast, no. But it it is good for um, B vitamins. So adding that to your food, like, you know, oh, oh you're not getting B12. Nutritional yeah. yeast is great for that. Okay. So I do use it. I use it in my macaroni um, recipe. But like I say, like, I just use it a little bit. I don't use it like as the main, as the main thing. So Shalanda, I must give you your flowers. I love and enjoy seeing how It's Vegan by Shalanda has been growing and you've been doing your thing. So I would love for you to share with our listeners a little bit about discussing some of the challenges you may encounter as a solo entrepreneur in the culinary space. Yes, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Okay, so there's a couple challenges. So with restaurants, they have stores for restaurants like Restaurant Depot. Okay, you go to Restaurant Depot and you want to buy things in bulk because it is cheaper, right, than to go to your local store like Kroger and Publix. Those are for consumers. Those are not for, like, businesses. So going to Restaurant Depot looking for plant-based things. Yes, they have the vegetables, but they don't have a lot of the plant-based meats that you want. You know what I'm saying? Like the breakfast sausages from Beyond or um, the burger patties. Like they just recently started getting that in, but they don't have a lot of that stuff Mm -hmm. for us to be able to buy in bulk. So at a lower price, so we can sell it to our customers. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, a lot of times we're getting stuff from, Whole Foods, or we're getting things from Kroger, and we're not getting it for a great price. And sometimes you got to jack your prices up a little bit more because of that. And I feel like that that is a big struggle because you know when you're plant based, people don't want to pay pay more for the food. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, this supposed to be vegetables, you know? And it's like, yeah, (laughs) it is, but not all vegetables, bitch. Okay, you want those crumbles and stuff? That's a little bit extra, you know? And so that. is a struggle it really is yeah. um yeah and like beyond and impossible they've gotten a little bit better with having you know some options like if you want burgers mm-hmm. but like the breakfast sausages and stuff like that it's kind of hard to get um okay. it's it, it is, it's kind of hard to get and also shared kitchens they don't have dedicated shared kitchens for vegan plant-based entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So you're there with people um, like the last kitchen I was in. I loved it. It was black owned. It was just a lot of great like businesses there who are willing to help you. You help them. It's great. But, you know, you got to come in and you got to kind of double clean, you know, because if you're right. vegan, you can't have all that that grease that other people are using you can't use that you know what i'm saying and so you got to go in you got to clean extra and it's a lot it really is like and it's it's very hard actually in atlanta to get um shared kitchen spaces and so the pricing point on that Mm -hmm. is through the roof Mm, like it's crazy guys Like, mm. just to have, like, that monthly rent to have your food there, you got to pay for the dry storage separately, then your hours that you use, you got to pay for your freezer storage 
storage separately. You got to pay for your cooler storage separately. And that's not even included the hours that you have. And then the health department has to come and you know what I'm saying? And then all of the equipment that you need. So having a dedicated place that's not busting you over the head, mm -hmm, that is like a really, really huge challenge. And there's some, you know, ways to go around that. Uh, Like if you are really involved in your church, Mm -hmm. then, you know, a lot of churches, their kitchens are certified. They have to be covered by the Department of Health to to serve food to the community. So if you have a good relationship, you can say, hey, you know, I can cut you a little something if you let me use your kitchen during like non-church hours, which is great. But if you don't have one, then it's like, <laughs> what will you do for me, yeah. honestly? And so th- those are like a lot of the challenges that we have. It's like sometimes you got to, you know, bulk your prices up a little bit more because getting the product that you need mm-hmm. for the for your for our clients, it can be a little bit pricier. So those are the challenges that I've been seeing as of lately. And y'all know, like with food now, the price of food right Ooh. now, it is crazy. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. crazy going to the grocery mm-hmm. store. So mm-hmm. those are like really the tough things that, you know, me and some of my entrepreneur friends dealing with. Let me ask you this. I mean, I don't know if you know, but like what what percentage of your operating costs does the rent and like the, the rental aspect of it? What does that how much does that eat up? Is you know, like- I'll say operational costs because the last kitchen that I was at if they wanted I'm just gonna be frank they wanted 1200 a month and yeah easy you know um and that was like for one of the lower packages that's only if you wanted like 40 hours a month that's very low so if you wanted to have where your restaurant was open you know seven days a week Mm -hmm for eight hours you know what i'm saying that's 150 something hours right so that yeah that you know what i'm saying so and just think of 40 i was doing um i had two events a week so i had one on the weekend one during the week so it kind of worked for me where i was able to come in and prep and i might have a couple hours here and there but as your business grows and as you expand Mm -hmm. then you're going to be paying more and more two racks a month just to, to meet the demand, yeah. be there and have, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it's like the storage space. So you want a large, we want an extra large. And, you know, so like, and then the cost of things. Yeah, I would say 75%, mm. 75%. Yeah, because if you go in a restaurant depot, getting your utensils and all that stuff, that's going to last you a while. You know, yeah. the mm-hmm. food and stuff that you're going to be getting, you're getting the vegetables and everything. You're getting those from you know, restaurant depot, you're going to save, but it's the, the other, uh, meat substitutes. Mm-hmm. And it's that it's the monthly, the monthly fees. And then if you're going to vend at an actual festival, you got to pay those vending fees as well. So I want right. all of that together and you know, the fees and stuff. So I'll say 75% easy. So put the people on game and share with us what you currently have going on with It's Vegan by Shalanda and what's next. Okay, well, currently I do cooking classes. I do one for a private school right now, and I also do them individually. So I come to people's houses and I help them, you know, make some of the favorite meals that they like, bring a lot of seasonings and stuff so they can keep. So that's like my main thing right now is because I sense 
that a lot of people want to cook at home. They just don't know how. And I really don't even think it's the how. I think it's just I don't feel like I have everything I need. And so kind of come in and I bring in seasonings and I'm bringing like replacements like with milks and uh, cream cheeses and things like that just to help with like base items and then and we just make some of their like favorite things that they have. They give me a list of stuff and then we'll just make those things. So cooking classes right now is like my main thing. Mm-hmm. And I also do meal prep. So I have my dedicated clients who reach out to me. And let me tell you a secret. It's, it's a lot of moms, like a lot of moms who just had babies. Wow. They really need that. And mm-hmm. so they reach out to me and they're like, hey, I need some meal prep. I'm tired of door dashing. I'm tired of doing Uber right. Eats. Like, I really need stuff, and I need my breast milk to be on one thou wow. So, I just need a lot of like uh, meals for them specifically, a lot of quinoa bowls, you know, just a lot of things like that. Just uh, different options for them. That's my main thing. But what's next is cookbook. Because I, was I want people that. to be able... You already know, girl. I've been working <laughs> on this. I ain't even trying to just throw nothing out there. Like, I really want to give it great thought and, like, just yeah. for everyone. And because my cooking classes now is, like, really with children, mm-hmm. I see, like, how they're so... Like, how their interest is sparked mm-hmm. and how they tell me, like, yeah, we made that because we made, like, a, a few times we made some stuff to, for them to take back home mm-hmm. and I give mm-hmm. them directions on how to cook and they're like, yeah, we made that with my mom and it was so fun. It's like, Yay. they really want to be involved yeah. and making them involved in the cooking process is, I think it's healthier. Whether you're eating meat or not, yeah. I yeah. think it's healthier because you know what's going into your food. You know what I'm right. saying? It ain't all that extra bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what's going into your food. And so it's the youth. You got to start mm-hmm. with them. You start with them and getting their interest peaked. Mm-hmm. Now they want to cook at home and they're like, they're creating that space. And it's just like a family atmosphere, just cooking at home with your people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's That's just funny. like, it's brought so much love, especially in our community. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. we do. We we don't have a fish fry. Mm-hmm. We gonna right. have a barbecue. We're going to mm-hmm. have those things. So just doing that same thing with the children and making it vegan plant-based just to just open your eyes to different things. That's what I'm on. And that's what my cookbook is going to be for. It's going to be for those people who just like, yeah, I want to make this stuff at home. I want to be Mm plant-based and I want it to be so my family, all of us can enjoy it. That's so amazing. I love that. I know so many people who are either trying to transition to plant-based or are just trying to incorporate a lot more veggies. Like, for me, it hasn't really been a struggle because my mom is such like a veggie eater. So I grew up like oh eating, goodness. you know, like veggie heavy meals, you know, with like a little meat on the side, especially because my dad didn't eat pork and neither my neither of my parents ate beef. You know, I used to tell you that all the time. I never like ate steak or anything like that. So <laughs> but I, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I remember used to say, I want to see, I need the cow to still be mooing. Baby. <laughs> 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 But, you know, I, I don't I don't really struggle in that area, but I always notice that a lot of people who are trying to transition to a more plant-based diet, they don't have, like, a, a repertoire or even, like, a history of eating a lot of different vegetables. So they don't know what's out there. They feel, like you said, like, it's inaccessible. Like, they, they don't have enough. And they get bored. Yeah. They get bored because they're doing, like, the same exact thing. And it's like, bro, like, 
when you go to a restaurant, when you pick that meal, like what made you want that meal? Mm -hmm. Make that, make it at home. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If you really are coming to a dead end, it's like, like, okay, well, if I was to go to a restaurant right now, where would I go? Let me look at that menu. What would I order? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's make that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I have like a lot of guys who are like, I want to make something from a girl and stuff, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm like, well, what's the last restaurant that you took her to? What is she like from there? Yeah. Did she really enjoy it? She was eating off my plate. Well, make what you was eating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make that. You know what I'm saying? And and then you're good to go. They hit me up like, man, that was a good idea. And it's like, yeah, like it's so like you know, to us, because we, you know, we, we get creative that way. It's easy for us to just think that way. But sometimes we just be so busy with our life that we just like, okay, I'm just going to hook this up. I'm going to make right. this real quick. I'm going to order this. And it's like, no, we can be a little creative. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Let's have those seasons. Let's have that stuff at the house already. So now it's like, oh, I got a little razzle dazzle with my quinoa bowl this week. You know, I'm having a Indian one with a little doll and a nice. little china. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I got my samosa on the side mm -hmm. and you eating good. And now you're thinking you at Chai Pani <laughs> and you you right. at home. You're at you the know crib. What <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. That's so basically, awesome. the moral of the story is we got food at home. We got food at home. We do. And plant-based at that. You already know. So it's like, let's load up the veggie plate. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And let's let's do it. Don't be scared. Let's just get them seasons and let's have some fun and let's experiment. That's really what I've learned with this plant-based lifestyle is like really experimenting and finding stuff. Because like I said, I, I've been eating good all my life. Like mm -hmm. my mama grandma auntie's been and then i get to college and i thought i'm about to be solo dolo and then i come in with kiara and she hit me with that covington cooking like yes sir okay <laughs> yes sir so it's like i've been eating good so when you know the thought of going plant-based and then i get the diet and i was like i don't think i'm gonna do it it was like no i gotta go let me find let me get all my seasonings okay let me find my, my different milks that I want to substitute and like play around with because you know there's rice rice milk and oat milk and oat milk is the best it's mm, dietary okay. restrictions it's going to give you that thickness that you need it's going to cream up mm -hmm. your food baby mm -hmm. almond yeah that's good if you want to go for a little taste you know yeah woo -woo. Mm -hmm. but baby oat milk yes i love that and coconut milk baby and indian dishes and yeah. caribbean dishes that yeah. coconut milk is going to bring that flavor, flavor. It yep. a beautiful rich complexity. I love that was an insightful conversation shalanda we want to thank you so much for coming on the show and giving us yes. so many gems and such great insight on what it's like being a solopreneur bringing all of the amazing plant-based food to the kiddos and to the folks down in Atlanta. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. You know, I love listening to your podcast and I look forward to listening to other episodes. Thank you. We look forward to seeing some of them good recipes in that cookbook. You can give me that um, crunchy gordilla one, you know. After oh, the but, yeah. say nothing. Friend, on the way. Okay, foodies. Are y'all ready for my favorite segment? We already know what the favorite segment is. What's my say? What's my favorite segment? We already know. It's that shit. Hit. Hit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so hype about this food experience because we personally went there ourselves. Yes. Together. 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 We are highlighting the Crab Queen. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Out in Randallstown, Maryland, um, the Crab Queen is a seafood carryout that started in um, 2020. Um, I believe Chef Rami, yeah, yeah, the chef, Chef Rami, um, who owns it, along with, uh, another one of her business partners, um, was previously a caterer in the, uh, DMV area. Yeah. And of course, cause of the pandemic halted pretty much every, the entire food and beverage industry. Mm-hmm. Um, she decided to start selling food out of the, uh, garage of her catering business and it took off. And she started, you know, looking for a brick and mortar and baby. She found it. Oh, yeah. Baby girl found it. Mm -hmm. And respect to Chef Rami, but I love that her name is Felicia because Felicia, (laughs) you did that. Okay. Because we're going to just go ahead and just jump into it of this soft shell club sandwich we had. Let's let's hit it with the layers. What's the first layer you tasted when you bit into that thing? Um, I first tasted that, that shrimp. Mm. Uh, was it shrimp slaw? Oh yes. Yo, when y'all check out uh, Pot Liquor Chat on IG, y'all gonna see yeah, how see huge it. these shrimp are. Okay, like yeah. I'm telling you, like prawn size shrimp. That was a full mouth bite. Okay, for sure. And then she had this massive soft shell crab Ooh. that was fried to perfection, seasoned to perfection. Like, oh my! It God. didn't taste like ocean when I bit it. It was like, oh, did I, she put some um, Cajun seasoning? Some, you know, I just taste all the flavors. And yeah. that, and it was like, it was a distinguished flavor from the crab yeah. and the, the shrimp salad for mm-hmm. sure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the shrimp salad had like this really, it was like a vinaigrette almost. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was like kind of acidic. I mean, I know it had mayonnaise, but it was right. like definitely kind of like, it was like a slaw. I yeah. Say. It was like a shrimp slaw. For sure. Because it was definitely a lot of acidic notes in there. Mm-hmm. And it was like you said, it was a beautiful departure mm-hmm. from the crispy, more savory Cajun flavors and like the ocean salinity yeah. inside of the uh, the crab, the soft shell crab, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. And then we get to that damn bacon. That goddamn bacon. Baby, if you don't eat pork, this ain't for you. Listen. Because I'm going to tell you, that candy bacon that was on there, Woo! that just, did y'all hear the crisp? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, the crisp on that damn candy bacon had me being like, babe, man, can I get another strip of bacon, please? Listen. Uh, the sweetness was the perfect offset oof. from the savory notes mm-hmm. in the shrimp salad mm-hmm. and in that uh, that soft shell crab. It was just the perfect departure, and then to be hugged mm. by that beautiful buttery like brioche bun. Good God, baby, she she ooh. she put her foot in that. She down with that one, yeah. Because for me, it's like I have to go back to the ingredients. Baby was not using no cheap ass bacon. No, like it was full length bacon, thick cut, Mm -hmm. like perfection. Mm -hmm. And it was like it was. I'm not gonna say like for people with little mouths. Like it was a struggle (laughs) for me to put my mouth on that damn sandwich. Okay, Um, you can't be cute eating a sandwich. Right. This ain't this ain't that. Even if you cut it. Even if you cut it. Because like I'm telling when I'm telling you that shrimp salad just. Like the shrimp was falling, mm-hmm. it was, and it wasn't too shrimp, baby. I had at least it was four. four five. I was gonna say I was gonna say five, but yeah, yeah it it, mm-hmm. it could have been about four. But like, mm-hmm. it was just layer after layer of just 
everything at once. It was just hard to put all of it in my mouth. But when it, when I did, because I was successful in eating that damn sandwich. Yeah, for sure. I was very impressed with just the integrity of the sandwich. Because yeah. usually whenever you get a sandwich where a lot of these restaurants fall apart is with the bread, you mm, know? Damn. It's either too soft yeah. or it's too hard. Right. So, or it's too... You know, tall. Like I don't like those tall buns. That yeah. Because I'm like, I, like you said, I don't. Now I don't have a small mouth. Mm -hmm. But you know, I also don't have like the biggest mouth. I don't have like a cow mouth right. or a horse mouth. So it's like I need to be able to wrap my lips around <laughs> the entire sandwich. Yeah. And when your bun is taller than my face, right, it's hard to do that. You right. know what I'm saying? Or especially when the bun is like you made a good point with the hard buns. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to ruin the roof of my mouth yes. trying to bite through this damn sandwich, and then everything's falling out because mm -hmm. we're just smashed. You know. So, yeah. It was it this was, was perfect. perfect. The ratios from the size of the proteins like Lachey was saying mm -hmm. to the uh the size of the bread, the integrity of the bread. It was perfectly crisp not crispy, uh toasted. Mm -hmm. Remember it had that beautiful toast on there? It did. But it still had like and it had a little bit of a nice chew to it. Mm -hmm. So it still maintained its integrity throughout the full bite, okay? Right. The full bite. Like it was fantastic. She really she went over over the top with that. I was very, very pleased. I definitely agree. I would say of the food ventures that we've had in the past, we usually order different things. Yeah. This one, we both were like, <laughs> no, bitch, you get your sandwich, and I'm going to get mine, because we need to figure this out, okay? We need to enjoy this, okay? We're not sharing this one, okay? You have your experience, I'm going to have mine, okay? That's definitely what happened there. Yeah. Um, there were a couple other items on the menu that I would love to try and mm -hmm. definitely circle back for. Um, there was like a crab egg roll I wanted to do. Oh, yeah. Um, that's fried fish. Right, right. Yeah, I did mm -hmm. order the fried fish. That was really good. You ordered um, bang bang shrimp or something? Something like it? A version of bang bang shrimp? Yes, you're right. I did. Yeah. Hers, I don't know what sauce, what was the, the, the contents that went into making that sauce. It right. definitely had some kind of mayonnaise in it. Right. Because it was creamy. Um, but it was fantastic. It was really, really good. And I thought it was actually going to be like similar to the uh, shrimp slaw in the um, sandwich. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. Like it was a totally different, totally different shrimp. flavor profile. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely cooked differently. Yeah. But the flavor profile itself was just totally different. And so, yeah, it was very, very, very delicious. Shout out to the crab. Definitely shout out to the crab queen because that shit hit. Yeah, for sure. So now we're on to my favorite part of the show. Oh, your favorite part. Okay. Yes, which is culinary technique of the week. All right, all right. Um, I love it because I always want to incorporate some kind of, you know, element to the show that would help us all kind of stay inspired in the kitchen, you know, and constantly engaging new techniques, new yeah. things, new ways of eating, new ways of enjoying cooking, you yeah. know. And I know one thing, whenever I learn a new technique that is natural to me and that is so much easier than something that I've been doing before I always feel like I've, I've cheated you know life and I'm doing, I got a cheat code that's so yeah so that's how I view the culinary technique of the week as the cheat code for yeah. cooking so Shay's gonna bring us a wonderful classic technique which is meal prepping yes so, meal prepping give us more about that Shay so with meal prepping look I'm gonna just keep it funky with you so I am talking about meal prep from my perspective of when I used to be that organized to meal prep. <laughs> so I don't do that anymore currently. 
But when I did, life was great. Life was good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. just, it it helped me do like a, one or two, couple, three things. It helped me save. Mm-hmm. I was spending a lot of money on different foods because mm-hmm. I already had something planned to cook or eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it helped me eat better, watch my portions and kind of concentrate more on what I was giving my body and what I didn't really need. Yeah. Um, and it was just kind of clean, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I could help myself you know, uh, be more like strict on, uh, if I want to concentrate on this part of my body, I want to add more proteins and more greens or, you know, switch it up. Mm -hmm. Um, so it it helped me do most multitude of things again. Um, life's been life. And so, you know, I ain't been (laughs) doing no meal prep life, but for those who do shout out to you. Mm -hmm. And for those who would like to, I am encouraging you. That's what I'm doing because I'm trying to be better too. Yeah. So, um, and it probably would help me with a lot of routine like things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So with meal prep, um, back in the day when I used to do that, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was always like that busy day, that one busy day I would pick out of my week that I can just dedicate to making a mix of different proteins, different grains, different, different vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I like to do a lot, uh, was like maybe have make a cook a chicken like either roast it or have baked chicken Mm -hmm. and i would balance in between chicken and fish sometimes that was easier for me yeah um with like i i wasn't a heavy like beef or red meat steak eater or anything um but when i did try to throw that in my meal prepping uh, routine it Mm -hmm. was difficult because like i like mine cooked at a separate certain temperature Mm -hmm. so um with beef you know i mean well at least steak I would try to cook it, like, not as much, because, like, more, like... Under? Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to cook it under, but I usually, back in the day, before I really expound on what I like on my palate, mm-hmm. I used to be one of them well-done hoes. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Were you shaking the table yeah. trying to cut the yes, meat? Yes, bruh. Just chewing. <laughs> like, ooh, this... <laughs> the juice real good. It's starting to get dry. <laughs> And just, like, douse my shit in, like, A1 steak sauce yeah. or, like, uh, what's the other one? 59? Like, mm-hmm. I can't stand that one. But uh, I would try it because yeah. on the well done, you need it. It's mm-hmm. just like, uh, this, like, cow I'm just trying to eat, you know? <laughs> so that's why I didn't really include it in my meal prep. Yeah. But, so chicken and fish were kind of good for me. Um, my mom's from Louisiana, as you, you guys found out. So, mm-hmm. you know, seafoods were always good, too. Right. Shrimp. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I would do, like, um... Uh, crab a little bit mm-hmm. when I'm being fancy yeah. um, but honestly that's just part of my life bro I eat seafood a lot of yeah. times of the day mm-hmm. um, and then I'll balance between my greens right mm-hmm. so sometimes I would do salads mm-hmm. um, with kale salads I like raw kale okay. um, I like Brussels sprouts cut up into salads mm-hmm. um, I like to switch up have a variety in my lettuce um, so I'll make a salad whatever it may be um, and then I'll do some sauteed veggies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. My go-to was always some zucchini and squash with onions, bruh. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like in college, that's not what I was meal prepping, y'all, but in college, I feel like that was, a, a, like, the beginning stage of what I knew to saute a vegetable. Okay. And I will always have some. It was like they could, they had to go together, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Um, but then, you know, I, my, when I was meal prepping, um, I would do like green beans and mm, um, cauliflower and, mm-hmm. and really truly I love my vegetables grilled. Oh, nice. I love grilled vegetables. Nice. Me too. So well, that day, that one day of my week when I really used to prepare and like go ham cooking two different meats, 
sometimes three when I'm feeling it. Um, and then my veggies and then maybe my grains, mm-hmm. I would grill some veggies mm-hmm. and just grill them, maybe not grill them together or whatever, mm-hmm. but just kind of mix it up. Yeah. Um, because I like, I'll eat some leftovers, but like, I don't want to have to feel forced to be like, yeah. so lighting it up a little bit yeah. and have a grill, have one saute, whatever. But that, that meal prep day, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna hold you. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna hold you. It was rough. <laughs> it was, Yeah. But it was like that one moment to just, you know, mm-hmm. you ain't got to worry about that shit for the rest of the week. So, okay, that's what I was going to ask you. So how far in advance would you meal prep? Like how many days in advance would you meal prep? So I originally started out trying to do a seven day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that didn't last didn't for work. real. Okay. So it got more realistic for me to be like, I would say anywhere between three to five days. Okay. I can stretch it to that. Okay. Yeah. And then when I, when I did three to five, I was like, well, I ain't about to do seven. Uh, the two days could be like on the weekend when I'm going to brunch and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm not about to eat that shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I should have crushed it for Monday. Any 24 reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the only reason why I used to be sad back in the day to like go to work on Monday after having a lit ass weekend when I ate what the fuck I want. And then I had this little crust of dust to um, <laughs> meal last week. Real broccoli looking a little sad, <laughs> but that shit tastes good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I would probably do a time frame anywhere between like three to five days. For yeah. real. See that that's my thing with meal prepping. It's why I was never successful with it because I don't like to eat too far in advance. And okay. it's so funny because I was on social media the other day. And somebody said, I don't do meal prepping because that's leftovers and I don't eat leftovers. Okay. And while I eat leftovers, yeah. I, it's not too many, too, not that many days in yeah. advance. You know what I mean? Like typically I'm like a day after, maybe two days if it's really, really, really good. Okay. You know, like a pasta or something like, like a braised short rib or something yeah. that just gets better over time or yeah. a soup, Ooh, yeah. you know? Ooh. But outside of those things, I don't really like to have things prepped out that far in advance because one I'm moody and I'll change what I right. want to eat that day you know yeah. I'll like crave something else and I'm like actually I want to eat this yeah and then I'm mad because I don't want to waste my money I don't want to waste my food you yeah. know and I honestly could have prepared that same meal or those same dishes yeah a different way if I had just cooked the same day so that's why like one of the things that I'm not really successful at is meal prepping now what I can do mm-hmm. is I can like grill like a whole pack of chicken like I'll do a whole like and grill it up yeah and then if I want a sandwich one day I'll just take one out for just, a sandwich yeah. or if I want to cut it up and put it on a salad I can do that so it's like little things or like if I'm going to make collard greens or a veg or something like that I'll just make the whole bag I was just going to say like thing. cabbage and greens bruh yeah I eat them like Thanksgiving leftovers bruh mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat mm-hmm. that shit for days. Forever. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can, I would grill or saute it, but, like, how you said, you can, like, di- diversify it. Like, cook a lot of chicken, make a sandwich, but mm-hmm. also, like, throw it in a salad one day or make it a chicken salad, you know? Um, so, yeah, I would definitely get more creative into it. Um, like yeah. a new meal sometimes. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Please rate the show and leave us a review. Also, check out our Instagram page, Potlicka Chat, for bonus content related to that shit hit and our culinary technique of the week. I hope y'all are out there eating good. Till next time.